Hey folks, welcome to Starting Why. This is a new podcast. Actually, it's a cooperation between this amazing here, Michelle. Hey, how you doing? I'm doing good. And me, Jörn. Actually, you are based in Silicon Valley, right? Yes. And I'm based in Frankfurt, so this is a transatlantic recording no, no, not sure which way around it goes maybe it's also a trans-pacific recording i'm not sure about the data flow here <laughs> <laughs> i'm really really excited about this yeah me too um let us first uh, talk a little bit about you because you're you're obviously the lady and you also run a radio dash podcast show how is it yeah. called and what are you doing there yes so it's called laptop radio i'm a host and producer of there is a Stanford University show and I've been there for a couple of years actually it started because one day I just wanted to do something scary actually I do that every year and that particular year I just wanted to be known not to be famous but just be known because I didn't really care about it so I want to do something scary and I did and of course the universe answered that and the rest is history I I, I was actually uh, wearing a pretty broad smile. You cannot see that because it's an audio-only podcast because I was thinking, okay, this year, no Halloween, so you had to start another podcast as a scary thing, right? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but um, the uh, your, your podcast, your radio show is not the first thing you're doing in business. I've stalked you in the past on LinkedIn. And um, actually, you've done a lot of stuff before. What did you do before you got into podcasting, radio hosting? Sure. I was a, I was a technical writer and web developer in college. And then I became a lawyer. So I was a lawyer um, working in legal stuff at a couple of different companies. So one of the last one was PayPal. I was there for six years after commercial counsel. And I decided, I decided to do something scary. So I quit my job and wanted to do and build companies. So I do a lot of startup stuff. Um, also did a crypto company and, and payment startup back in 2014, 2015. Volunteered at a lot of AI companies. Um, one of them is actually compute, distributed computation. Um, the other startups are... Um, projects or AI related. So both um, AI, lovingai.org and Robots Without Borders. And I also tutored AP Biology and History for a, for a education startup as well. Mm, sounds like you're pretty busy normally, right? No, I think I just distributed my time better because I don't watch TV. So I'm just, I just kind of geared toward doing the stuff that I love. So, you know, I mean, I, I feel like in the past when I'm working on my startup, when I volunteer, you know, the volunteer projects are startups related or AI related, because I feel like we can help the world using technology and, you know, the commercial projects don't need help because they all make money or paid anyways. And I just wanted to distribute my time wisely. So I tend to work on projects that I love. And I feel like media is really important because you're educating in a way. 
and you're raising consciousness in another way. I see. See, I have to admit, when I was uh, younger, Germany still had the draft, and you could either decide to spend your time uh, in barracks getting uh, drunk every evening. <laughs> or you could do something else called national service. That's what I did. And I was an EMT for one year. And then I, I was a volunteer. I was working during the weekends and the um, holidays on uh, uh, at university where I was not uh, having lessons for, I do believe, in total almost seven years. And it also gave me a lot. Unfortunately, I had to stop it when I started with consulting because When you're flying out of Germany Monday morning, when you're flying back in Thursday or Friday, you yeah. totally need the weekend to recover. Otherwise, you'll soon be either a zombie or dead. <laughs> wow. How, how was consulting for you and how is that different from podcasting? Um, hmm. Sometimes it feels... Sometimes it really feels like it is the same. You have deadlines, you make plans, you make projects. On the other hand, I realize I only do podcasting that way because I was trained as a consultant. So um, yeah. for me, it's like a lot of very short-term projects, the um, podcasting. Mm -hmm. I really like um, to meet new people, to talk to them and get very, very different um, input so i'm hosting a startup podcast here in germany called startuprate.io what we do is bringing the german startup scene to the world in english everything we do in, is in english our social media posts yes of course there's sometimes typo in there typos in there um as well as audio and video recording and for like 70 to 90% of the startups I'm talking to is their first content ever in English. So if you search for them before, you would not find anything. If you search for them afterwards, you will at least find my interview. And I try to make it between somewhere 25 to 45 minutes, the interviews, of course, all in English, video and audio is your choice, what you like. and um bring bring the startups to the world as i say um which was actually very funny because a few weeks back one of the startups actually shared our interview and wrote about us for six years now startup rate.io is the authority on german startups and i was going yes <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome congratulations thank you very Quite much an accomplishment i actually do a lot of tracking and searching what people are writing about our podcast. And right now we have been more than 2,300 days in some type of podcast charts, maybe Stitcher, um, iTunes or Chartable.com's own podcast charts. But I really like that, especially that people in at least 41 countries downloaded and subscribed us into their podcast charts of course they're they're like the usual suspects like uh germany of course um the us the uk canada but also some really surprising places where there's interest in german startups i'm talking like south korea paraguay or zimbabwe yeah that's awesome so I've seen John's uh, stats. He's impressive with numbers. I don't know if that comes from his consulting work, 
but his charting is super awesome. <laughs> I was like, wow, this looks very impressive. You know, I mean, it's, it's one of the best, you know, I've seen a lot of Jack, of course, right? As an advisor to so many startups. And, and then I looked at John's deck and with a bunch of numbers and stats, it's awesome. It's like one of the best I think I've seen. You cannot see it, but I'm dancing here. Awesome. <laughs> oh gosh, I love, I love innovation and I know that you do too. <laughs> yes, and actually, this is the first episode of our joint podcast. We will co-host it. Sometimes you, sometimes me. And we're also going to interview startups for this, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited about that. I love, love talking to, to startups. And I think what, that's one of the reasons this is called Starting Why. Why do we call it Starting Why, John? <laughs> Uh, there, there, there are some uh, legal issues involved in here, like uh, trademarks and stuff like this. But actually, the mo the best reason is we've been uh, talking, having a lot of fun. I had a beer and then we had some ideas bouncing back and forth. Uh, we want to go for something starting X. And I was going, why don't we call it starting Y? <laughs> yeah. And I thought starting Y is really cool because like, don't you ask? Why? <laughs> like, why are you starting that? Why? So why? Why are we starting this? <laughs> um, because it's an interesting opportunity. Um, I like that you like my jokes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. He has, he has a good sense of humor and it's pretty awesome. Yeah, I, I try to. Usually you say uh, that Germans don't have a sense of humor. That's not true. We just hide it really good. <laughs> just hide it really good. It's one of the funniest things is that when like I was at PayPal, for example, and we did a 360 feedback, and one of my salesperson was like, Michelle is way too serious all the time right and i was just like i'm your attorney of course i'm serious but outside of that i could be silly so isn't that funny though like how people have different sides like when you're at work you know like at my you know as an attorney i have to be serious but otherwise I'm, i have a sense of humor too <laughs> oh yeah of course but actually that that is something like about expectations because if you have a smiling always happy uh lawyer there you could not take this person serious so it's 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 really something you just expect from lawyers right yeah yeah that's true too Yeah, I But, think in the same category, there like accountants, uh, notaries, uh, what else is there? Trustees, those people, right? Yeah, yeah. They, they have to be always serious and judges as well. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Even though sometimes uh, what pops up uh, in my uh, news apps or uh, in the German media, sometimes I do believe there are some judges there that do have a sense of humor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean i think i think i think you could be really good and have a sense of humor you know but i think people just kind of judge you differently you know like if you're a girl you know you're not that smart or a woman you know and uh it's it's kind of depends i think i think 
you know, it's different now. It's a different world. Everyone is the same and different. So it really depends on who you are. Yes, it does. Um, by the way, um, we are merging kind of a German part and an American part here. So actually, that also happens in my life because um, we are publishing this on Thanksgiving Day. Happy Turkey Day, by the way. Um, that is actually something when I was in college in the US, I really liked and I kind of brought back. So uh, we are going to have uh, during the weekend after Thanksgiving, because it's not a public holiday here in Germany, we do have a turkey here as well. I'm making it. And it never burned yet. <laughs> <laughs> and um, then we actually start uh, making Christmas cookies, uh, Plätzchen. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah. So I've seen John's Instagram account, his personal <laughs> one, and it has a lot of yummy pictures. So follow I him. I was, I was, I was actually uh, pretty lazy recently uh, that I did not post all the pictures of all the stuff that. I was uh, that I was preparing. By the way, I posted for you a recipe for Glühwein, German mild wine that I you have. Saw, to yeah, I saw that, and I was about to give it to my brother so he can make it for me. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you would love that. I, I, I'm I'm a level zero point five cook, so I've recently gotten an air fryer, and I know entrepreneurs love this because you know when we talk about starting, why, you know, you, you just have to start somewhere. So I don't know how to cook, um, just because I've been kind of working and super busy, and I was, you know, kind of working through lunch and dinner most of the time. So I got an air fryer. A friend suggested it because I don't cook. And I've been, because of COVID, I've been going to these drive-through every day. So my friend was just like, get an air fryer. And, you know, so I did. And then there was an article that, you know, says, we're 10 things to buy at Trader Joe. So I did that, you know, like, can you imagine a lady, like, just looking through an article to buy food because she just really doesn't know. So I did that as well. So I bought like $150 worth of food and with my air fryer. And, you know, experimented with it, just kind of like a tech experiment, like a startup, you know. So I did that and it worked really well. Um, so I've been kind of, I've been cooking, but I haven't made <laughs> any drinks yet. So I'm going to leave that to my brother and learn from him. Um, and it, it's kind of cool because like, I think I just changed my mindset, you know, from, oh, I'm going to cook to, oh, this is going to be a technical experiment. Um, so it, it's been working really, really well. I see. Actually, um, I didn't like to cook before. And then as a consultant, you always go to restaurants. You have your, um, you have your breakfast and your dinner at the hotel. And it really, really gets boring uh, to go somewhere dine out so that was the time i realized when i'm at home on the weekends and i'm cooking it actually relaxes me so i usually have either my big headphones on and i'm singing uh crazy stuff or listening to some <laughs> funny uh audiobooks and then I, i really relax and enjoy cooking or um when i go out i go like uh -huh, this is as usual okay come on hurry up because you, you When I'm in a restaurant, I always get the feeling I'm on my lunch break and I need to hurry. I, I don't know why. 
<laughs> and actually, I bought um, something that would you say it's like a competitor of KitchenAid. It's a German product. I'm not going to say who it is, but actually, I I now have an ice cream machine for it. I can make my own ice cream. Wow. Yeah, like uh, cinnamon ice, uh, like gingerbread ice. Um, wow. My, my small boy uh, of 16 months uh, likes my vanilla ice. Um, <laughs> and I'm going to experiment uh, quite a lot with all of that stuff. That is going to be really good. That's like super awesome. I, I think I think since the show is about starting and why, so we, you'll hear different stories of of different things that, you know, that people do, you know, um, to begin, I guess, and, and why they do so. I think, I think that's really cool. I'm really excited about it because like, I think, you know, from other shows you'll hear about, you know, what they start, how, what, but they don't really question why. And sometimes, you know, it brings out the purpose. Sometimes you bring out intentions You know, and and I think that the history part or the her story um, could be could be different, and and it's just really something that we could kind of learn from. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, I'm really looking forward to it as well. Um, right now, we are looking for a few interview guests. We already have a lineup of uh, people who actually requested interviews from my podcast but actually i always have to tell them well guys I, i'm kind of focusing so everything um around um around germany with some relation to germany would work if you're just a startup who wants also to sell products or services in germany it usually doesn't work for me because i get like 500 requests a year and i can do usually a maximum of 40 to 50 interviews so i can i have to turn down like 90 percent of the startups yeah and i have a and uh this one is just more flexible so, and, and, you know, there's two people too, so it'll be a lot easier because I can host them as well uh, when John is cooking and <laughs> making ice cream, you know? <laughs> um, so that it kind of takes off the load. And, you know, while I'm air frying beef and chicken and veggies, <laughs> he could be also interviewing. <laughs> Well, actually, I, I also like to, to, to shine like, to shine light on the like spectrum of startups that is out there. I was just uh, recording a startup with a lady who is, um, a children's book author turned wow. entrepreneur because she realized, um, books for blind children are very expensive because there goes a lot of manual work in there because blind children don't know how to read braille they only get it taught in school so basically there has to be a lot of texture a lot of um different textiles a lot of different stuff in there so they actually have an experience there and uh, she's now going to combine normal books uh she has been writing in the past like uh, the hedgehog who lost its uh, spikes um and is doing that with an overlay over the normal picture books with 3D printing where um, not visually impaired children 
can actually see the pictures behind the 3D printing and the uh, blind or visually impaired children can actually touch the 3D printing. It's see-through plastics. And so they, uh, she can actually combine the picture books for both. Mm-hmm. That, that is like the one spectrum and the other spectrum is like, I'll be a unicorn in two days. <laughs> <laughs> like magic. Yeah. Ta-da! Magic. In two days, yes, yes, that's awesome. Though, I think I think some people could create a unicorn in two days. It really depends on you know the team and what they're building and everything else. And some like, people are just rich enough; they've set up a company, pay in one billion of their own money, and ta-da! It's a unicorn one day. That's true too. <laughs> that's true. I mean, if you have all the right connections, you know, you just ask your friends to pay for your services. <laughs> You fund your own company <laughs> or your parents fund your own company. Why not? Yeah, sounds pretty promising. So, guys, if you have an interesting, like, non-conventional startup idea, we also take conventional, but we prefer the non-conventional, reach out to us. Uh, there'll be a link down here in the show notes of your and my LinkedIn profile, and you can just reach out to us and you can of course mail me, but if you uh, if you want to be a guest, write it in the headline because I have an AI filter and I get a lot of emails. The headline would say, "I want to be guest." Starting why? Yes, perfect, perfect. <laughs> awesome. So, uh, looking forward to talk to you soon and uh, interviewing our first guests. Yep, me too. Was a pleasure talking to you. Bye bye. Wait, 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 wait. wait hold I, on. Oh. So today is Thanksgiving. Oh, we're yeah, gonna talk right. about before we go what we're grateful for. So let's start with you. Um, having no one who's right now seriously uh, ill in my family, even though my uh, uh, one of my close family members just had a heart surgery, but she recovered well. Um, having a healthy family, uh, being at home without any worries, um, having enough food and uh, a hell lot more that would kind of um, overstretch the uh, podcast here. But that, that's the main point. Yeah, so I'm, I'm grateful for um, this podcast. I think it's going to be fun. I'm grateful for <laughs> I'm grateful for just having food, you know, um, being able to eat healthy. I think I I been staying staying at home this whole year, um, and going drive through and eating fries every day. <laughs> regular regular food, um, healthy food. Um, grateful for healthy family um, that everyone you know is is healthy, especially in this time. And three, just having a place to live, you know, um, being warm in the being in the winter. I think I'm pretty grateful mm-hmm. for, and having awesome friends. I think people around you who are who are awesome and nice is, uh, is a little bit warming and and joyful. Oh, you know what? What I'm also grateful for this kitchen machine because I have a cutting uh, cutting machine. I have a, don't know how you call this, like a a setup for uh, cutting potatoes straight to into French fries, as well as a pasta machine add on to it. Awesome. (laughs) 
Wow. <laughs> I feel like there's going to be a lot of talk of different gadgets, but it's awesome. I mean, I was just looking for a wine opener and my friend recommended the rabbit from Amazon. So. What, 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 what rabbit? It's called the rabbit. It's a wine opener from Amazon. It's like the best wine opener. Uh, <laughs> like wine bottles opening? Yeah, yeah, opening uh, in, a wine bottle. In, in, in Germany, you now have. Um, I'm just showing this to your camera. You now have the the the, the wine bottles that you could just turn. There, really? There's no more cork in it. Oh yeah, we have carts. So the other day, I, I, you know, it was a, I think it was like my birthday or something, and and I bought a bottle of wine. Your I birthday? Bought, I bought a bottle. Yeah, I bought a bottle of wine to the office. Belated happy birthday! Herzlichen Glückwunsch zum Geburtstag. Thank you, thank you. I bought a bottle of wine to the office, and you know, I, I when my friend was there, I was like, "Hey, can you open it for me?" And he, he was just like, he took, he you know, like just like a regular opener, but not the wine opener, and just opened it, and it was just so difficult. So I was just laughing, and <laughs> and then I was just like, "Oh my gosh, I need to open a, a I need to get a." wine opener and then one of my friends suggested that the rabbit <laughs> like i didn't know that opening a bottle of wine it was just so difficult <laughs> it, was, it was so funny <laughs> it, it, it's actually getting easier um but it's it's um i do believe that it has to be a little bit difficult because if you had enough wine you should not be able to open another bottle That's so true. That's so true. But but the men, the men are awesome. I mean, they they took care of it. And I just put the <laughs> put the. I, I just wanted to, you know, a lot of women don't like men. I, I just wanted to, you know, point that out. You know that that men men are awesome. You know, I don't know if you guys heard women complain about men all the time. Oh, my husband is blah blah blah, or my boyfriend is blah blah blah. I'm just like, what are you guys talking about? Men are awesome. <laughs> Right? <laughs> yes, of course. To totally. I'm nodding all the time, but I just realized we have an audio podcast and nobody can see that. Sorry. <laughs> um, okay. So I'm looking forward to the next episode. Um, you guys have an awesome Thanksgiving and, um, and the time of being grateful, of course. Enjoy your turkey. <laughs> Exactly. Enjoy your turkey. Drink responsible. You know why the wine bottles are that way right now. And thank you very much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>